0: What's up, friends? Welcome to the Sober, Single, and Saved podcast. I am your host, Crystal Cuellar. I am so excited you are here. I am here to share my experience and expertise to help you live an alcohol-free lifestyle, prepare for your godly husband, and fulfill your God-given purpose. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button, and let's dive right in. What's up, friends? Welcome to episode number seven. I am your host, Crystal Cuellar, and today we're going to be talking about how you can make better decisions in your life, and this can go for when you're making decisions around alcohol, relationships, uh, career decisions, whatever that may be, any decision that you are needing to make in your life, this is truly going to help making those decisions so much easier, and I really feel like, especially in this world right now, we absolutely need What I'm about to talk about because a lot of people are following the trends. A lot of people are following the government. A lot of people are following the media and nobody knows why they believe what they believe or why they are doing what they are doing and it is because they are lacking core values. Core values, okay? And maybe you're listening to this and you're thinking, okay, yes, I already have established core values. I'm fine. I don't need this. I want to encourage you to keep listening uh, because a lot of the times we may think that we know something or we may think that we are practicing a certain thing in our lives. And when we actually start to dissect that and actually start to reflect on that, Our actions and our lifestyle doesn't really reflect what we're actually saying, right? Our words are not matching our actions, okay? So when it comes to making better decisions, you need core values, core values. And so how do you establish those core values? It's very simple. Okay, so my recommendation would be to pick three to five areas in your life that you value, pick those three to five areas that you value, I want to encourage you to ask yourself why those areas are important to you. Again, going back to your why, we absolutely need to know why we value something, why that area is important, and why we believe what we believe. Otherwise, your foundation will be shaky, right? The same thing that goes for our faith. If you don't know why you believe in Jesus, There's a problem there, right? And so if somebody was to ask you today, why why are you a Christian? Why do you believe in Jesus? And a lot of people will say, oh, well, it's because I had a really bad life and Jesus turned it around for me. Or it's because I've had a really good life and Jesus has blessed me. And so this is why I follow Jesus. When the real answer needs to be, it's because Jesus died for our sins on the cross and he rose three days later. Everything else is circumstantial, okay? And that's a whole other message for another day. But we absolutely, you absolutely need to know why you believe what you believe and why you are doing what you are doing. It is so easy to start to conform to this world. It's so easy to start to conform to other people's expectations. After you pick these three to five areas that you value, Here's how you can start to make better decisions in your life. I want to encourage you to hold those core values near where you can see them. So maybe that's on your notes on your phone. Or maybe it's on your refrigerator. I would recommend your phone because you take your phone everywhere you go. But make sure you have it where you can see it. Okay, and just to give you a quick little example of what this may look like, for myself, I have like six different core values, okay? Okay. One of them is my faith. If if nothing aligns, if, if if I'm trying to make a decision and it doesn't align with what God says, it makes it easy to say no. The next thing is my health. I've had some challenges this past year with my health. Now, thank God, I know what's going on, but there are different um there are lifestyle changes that I had to make in order to keep myself healthy. So if an opportunity comes about where, um, for instance, I can't have any gluten, I can't have any dairy, things like that, right? So if an opportunity presents itself where it's like, hey, Crystal, would you like this piece of cake that obviously has dairy and all the things that you can't eat, I'm going to say no. And I'm going to say no because I know if I eat that, it's going to make me feel really crappy. I'm going to have a flare-up, and it's just not going to be not going to be cool, right? And so my health is important to me. My faith is important to me. My energy is important to me, right? And so, for example, I am not going to allow people that are going to drain my energy in my circle, in my life. I'm not going to allow myself to... Eat or drink different things that take away energy right just like i removed alcohol i removed the toxic relationship because it was energy draining energy sucking another core value that i have is to treat people like i want to be treated this has actually been something that i've been working on a lot um, here in 2021 because there's so many times where i just want to say what i feel and it's and, and i have to remind myself crystal chill out, how would you want to be treated in this situation? Okay, so those are just some examples. And so when you establish your core values, and when you ask yourself why they are important to you, when you set out to make decisions around alcohol, around what you eat, around your career decision, around Whether or not you're going to wear a mask, whether or not you're going to get a vaccine, whether or not you are going to move, whether or not, like whatever big decision or small decision that you are trying to make, I want to encourage you to look at those core values and ask yourself, okay, does that align with what I value? And if the answer is no, then that decision is easier to make. It's easier to say no or yes to, right? Because there's going to be many, many things in our lives, especially as we progress, as we grow, there's going to be many different shiny things that are going to come upon us, right? And that's exactly what the enemy loves to do. He loves to show you what looks like what God has for you. And he wants to distract you right before God actually is about to bless you. Right? And so if you are prayerful, if you are, if you have your core values established and you actually live according to those values, which if faith and Jesus is a part of your core values, that means your values should be aligned with what the Bible says. If you live your life that way, it's so much harder to be deceived because let's think about this. You guys, let's look at the world right now. In my opinion, in my opinion, the world is very upside down right now, and I don't think it's going to change. I think it's just going to get worse, and if you read your Bible, you see that it does get worse, but at the end, us as Christians, we win, right? Jesus wins, we are looked at as conspiracy theorists, when in reality, we are actually the ones that are doing the research. We are in the underground news um, news groups, if you will, in lack of a better term, right? We are the ones that are in the Word. We're looking up things. We're researching, and we don't even have to dig very deep sometimes. It's all right there. But what is happening is a lot of people are not using their brain. They're not using their brain. And I always think it's so crazy because so many people, and obviously maybe not you because you're most likely a Christian if you're listening to this podcast, but so many people think that following Jesus is about being a robot, that God doesn't want us to have any fun. He just wants us to... Um, live a life with all these different rules and so forth, when that is the opposite of what God wants for us. God wants us to have free will, aka freedom, right? He wants us to have free will and freedom. He gives us the choice whether to follow him or not. He doesn't want us to be robots. If he wanted us to be robots, he would be doing what the government is doing right now, in my opinion. So I hope that this helps you see things in a different perspective. I hope that this episode opens your eyes a little bit. I hope that you start establishing your core values for your life because things are going to get tough if you don't. If you don't have core values for your life, if you are not aligning your life with God's word, things are going to be very tough for you. And they're already tough even for just us as believers, right? Us that are following God's word. But otherwise, you will be very confused. You will be very lost. You will think that you are awake when you are really sleeping. I can't tell you how many people I've spoken to. And I have to be very careful in what I say because they think I'm crazy. Or they, or they will call me a Bible thumper or whatever term they want or label they want to put on me. And when in reality, it's like, no, I'm not the crazy one. You are the one that is being conditioned. And that is exactly what is happening in this world is people are being conditioned. They are not seeing the bigger picture. So I want you to ask yourself, are you seeing the bigger picture? At this point in time, in our lives and in this world, we don't have the room to just not care. And I know a lot of people will say, oh, I don't want to get political. I don't want to hurt anybody's feeling. At this point, you know, I was listening to a pastor the other day and he said you know it's not that it's political this is biblical we are living in biblical times and if you read your bible you would know that and we can't depend on our pastors we can't depend on our families we can't depend on on anybody to To tell us what the bible says yes leaders are there for a reason yes pastors are there for a reason and yes we should be able to talk about our faith with our families of course but we need to stop depending on all these outside things and people and resources in order for us to to um, actually know what god's word says we will all be held accountable And God says in his word that it's our responsibility, each individual person's responsibility to know his word, to know his word. And so knowing that all of this is going on in the world, aside from your decisions that you make on a daily basis, this is one of the main reasons why I even wanted to talk about core values And why it's so important because of the way the world is right now. Nobody is doing their, not nobody, but the majority is not doing their own research. Whether it be about the vaccine, masks, um, whatever that may be. And everybody is so consumed with what the news is saying. What the media is saying. And not realizing that this is all a part of an agenda. All a part of an agenda. And so those of us that have core values, those of us that are in the word of God and that are aligning aligning our lives with the word of God, we are seen to be crazy. And we will all be held accountable. So you can either be in God's word and know the truth, know what's coming, know how to prepare, or you can choose to be ignorant you can choose to be ignorant to god's word you can choose to be ignorant to the facts about the vaccines about the masks about covid and i never want to come off as me trying to push my beliefs on anybody or making you think how i think but i am challenging you to start living a different way i'm challenging you to actually have a foundation of your life To actually have a strong foundation of your life and to actually have your foundation be something that cannot and will not ever crumble. And that foundation that will never crumble is Jesus, is your faith. Because the government, I hate to break it to any of you. The government is not looking out for you. The government does not care about your health. And in fact, I would even go as far to say, in my opinion, if the government is recommending it, I would almost say probably do the opposite. Right? Of course, that can't go for everything. But for the most part, what I've been hearing, I am doing the opposite. Because it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. There is so much much confusion in the world. It is, it is beyond me. It is beyond me. And you will continue. If you are that person, if you are confused, or if you are, you know, thinking one way, and this is making you think another way, I want to encourage you to get those core values, to get in God's word, and that will help you Make better decisions in your life that will help you make decisions in your life that will help you not be a lukewarm Christian that will help you not compromise your sobriety that will help you not compromise your faith when a toxic relationship comes into your life, whether again or for the first time. It will help you to determine the lies from the truth. And again, friends, right now, what is being done is evil is being called good. And good is being called evil. And as Christians, actually, I saw a quote. Give me a second to pull it up. I saw a quote. I saw a quote yesterday, and it says, To be right with God has often meant to be in trouble with men. And so I want you to keep that close to your heart and in your brain because that is exactly what is happening. To be right with God has often meant to mean I'm sorry. To be right with God is often meant to be in trouble with men. Now, it does not mean that we want to set out for trouble, but I do want you to know that when you are going and living according to God's word, it is going to be the opposite of what the government says, the opposite of what all these different leaders say most likely at this point in time. And it's going to continue to be that way. So again, without continuing to ramble, Get your core values, stay aligned with God's word and live according to that. And that will make decision making so much easier for you and in the times to come as things do get a little rough. Um, And I want to encourage you also to put on the full armor of God. Put on the full armor of God because you will need that going forward. You will need that every single day. You will need that in this new season that we are coming upon. Okay, and so I wanted to read. Um, I have quite a few verses here, and I'll try not to make this too long, but I thought they were really valuable to share with you guys. So this the gist of it. What shall we say then? Are we to continue in sin that grace may abound? By no means. In a death like his, we shall certainly be united with him in a resurrection like his. How powerful is that verse? It's saying to not abuse God's grace. It's saying, how can we who died to sin still live in it? How can we that say that we walk in the spirit and that we're filled with the Holy Spirit, How can we keep on sinning? How can we keep abusing God's grace? It says, do you not know that all of us who have been baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death? We were buried therefore with him by baptism into death in order that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the father, we too might walk in newness of life. So ask God to remove your sin. Ask God to give you strength to step out of the sinful life that you may be living. God is very clear about living in sin. Now, He knows that we're going to make mistakes. This is not a condemning message. He knows that you're going to make mistakes. He knows that I'm going to make mistakes. But it's what we do when we make that mistake. Do we rise up and repent, which just means to turn away from your sins? Or do you go back and stay in that lifestyle just because the verse that I have is in 1 Corinthians 15, 58, and it says, and these are verses speaking about standing firm, because again, if you don't stand for something, you will fall for everything, okay? 1 Corinthians 15, 58 says, therefore, my beloved brothers, be steadfast immovable always abounding in the work of the Lord knowing that in the Lord your labor is not vain so nothing goes to waste next verse ephesians 6:11 put on the whole armor of god that you may be able to stand against the schemes of the devil so every single day putting on the armor of god Next verse, Romans 12 two. do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. So do not conform. And a little side note that I want to encourage you uh, to also look at as well. There will be not only people that will conform in the days coming. There will be churches that will conform. So really be watchful on that as well. Next verse, 1 Peter 5, 9, resist him, firm in your faith, knowing that the same kinds of suffering are being experienced by your brotherhood throughout the world. So it's saying, as we get persecuted as Christians, as we are told we are conspiracy theorists or crazy or not looking out for other people's health or whatever mumbo jumbo that people are saying, it's saying, resist him, stay firm in your faith and know that others are suffering like you throughout the world, and that you are not alone. James 4, 7, submit yourselves therefore to God. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. Philippians 1, 27, only let your manner of life be worthy of the gospel of Christ, so that whether I come and see you or am absent, I may hear of you that you are standing firm in one spirit with one mind, striving side by side for the faith of the gospel. I feel like that's the perfect verse for just defining core values. I'm going to read that again. Philippians 1.27. Only let your manner of life, be worthy of the gospel of Christ, so that whether I come and see you or am absent, I may hear of you that you are standing firm in one spirit, with one mind, striving side by side for the faith of the gospel. And I just have a few more verses. Uh, This next verse is about wavering faith, because many are wavering right now. Many will fall away from their faith in the days to come. And so I want you to keep this in your heart, to keep this in your mind, because you do not want to be the person that is wavering in your faith. Remember, our faith does not need to be circumstantial, should not be circumstantial. It should be on the foundation that Jesus died on the cross for our sins, rose and rose three days later for you, for me. So in James 1, 6, it says, but let him ask in faith with no doubting for the one who doubts is like a wave of the sea that is driven and tossed by the wind. So it's saying that person does not have a firm foundation. That person wavers when their friend says something, when the government says something, when they get a little pressure. That person wavers. We do not want to be that person. Next that I wanted to share is... Is about sin and is about removing those blockages or those barriers that may be hindering you from your walk with God. And me too, because I'm not perfect. I'm not sinless, right? I'm a human being too. But so often, one of the reasons why we are not seeing the truth, why we are feeling disconnected from God, is because we have so much sin in our lives. So, what sin or what distraction do you have in your life that needs to be removed? Are you afraid to remove that because you are so connected to that thing or to that substance or to that person? Whatever that is for you, you need to ask God for strength and ask God for help to remove whatever that is for you because that is blinding you. And it's not it's not allowing you to hear and it's not allowing you to see the truth. And if you don't know what that is, I want to encourage you to pray about it, to ask God to remove anything that is hindering your walk with him, that is blinding you, that is not allowing you to hear. Tell him to reveal that to you, and God will. When we ask God to do those things, he will show you, and then it is up to you to not only be prayerful, but to take action, right? We don't want to just use prayer as an excuse. We want to take action and to have faith in that action, right? We pray and then we have faith in taking that action and we trust in God to get us through that action, to get us through that next step and on to the next, okay? But as we establish our core values, as you establish your core values, as you start aligning your life with God's word, that is going to require you to remove sin and distraction, In Galatians 5.16, it says, But I say, walk by the Spirit, and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. I don't know if we've forgotten this as Christians, but we are supposed to die to ourselves every single day. We are supposed to pick up our cross every single day. We are to walk by the Spirit and not by the desires of our flesh. In Galatians 5, 19 through 21, it says, Now the works of the flesh are evident, sexual immorality, impurity, sensuality, idolatry, sorcery, strife, jealousy, fits of anger, rivalries, dissensions, divisions, envy, drunkenness, orgies, and things like these. I warn you, as I warned you before, that those who do such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. And that is a very bold verse, and I'm going to leave that there for you to study because God is very clear on this. Okay, next verse is the last verse I have. Romans 6, 1 through 23. Pleasure is more important to you just because that feeling of instant gratification is more important to you. Okay, and so let's just recap what we just talked about, because I know I threw a lot at you guys. So number one, we talked about core values and why this is so important to have to make better decisions in your life, whether that is around what's going on in the world, whether that's around alcohol, relationships, it doesn't matter. You absolutely have to have core values. Ask yourself why those core values are important to you, and then start living according to what those values say. Align your actions with what the values you say are valuable to you. And then pray and take action by faith. We don't want to use prayer as an excuse. We want to use prayer as our fuel almost, right? Using prayer to connect with God, using prayer to have a conversation with God, and then taking that next action step that we already know that we should have taken maybe even years ago. And we walk in that action and that next step in faith, knowing that Jesus has us, knowing that he is going to guide us, knowing that he is going to give us strength and confidence because we don't find that within ourselves. We find that within him. So I hope that this episode was helpful for you. If it was, please share it on social media tag me, share it with a friend, and leave a review. I love hearing from all of you. I love hearing any topics that you would like me to speak on uh, or share about and so forth. There's going to be some really amazing episodes that are coming up uh, for you guys. I don't want to spill the beans just yet, but just be looking out. And um, I will see you guys on the next episode. Have an amazing day. I love you so much.